Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208 Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Hello and welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And every week on Wednesday, I bring you this show live. And I want to remind everybody, it is an interactive show. If you are watching the show live via YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, you are more than welcome to put your questions into the feed. Ask me your questions. I will read them out loud and I will answer them for you. So the big question on everybody's mind right now uh, is market. What is going to happen? happen in 2023? What should we be expecting? I'm getting these questions just about daily. What do I think is going to happen with interest rates? What do I think is going to happen with home prices? So we are going to talk about that today. We're going to make sure that we dive in. And again, it is an interactive show. And I do want you to put your questions into the feed and ask those of me. I will read them out loud and I will answer them for you. If you are watching, make sure you guys give me a big hi. Let me know you're there, a thumbs up, anything. I just want to know who's on and with me today. Also, please, if you have never done so before, however that it is that you are watching the show, please make sure that you are either following the Facebook page, you've subscribed to the YouTube channel. If I finally have a couple of Twitch followers, make sure that you guys follow me as well. I do want to make sure that my algorithm is getting this information out to everybody and you have no idea how much it helps when you guys do that. So please, Please also give me a thumbs up on the video. That also helps the numbers as well. So I do want to take this time to say hi. I've got Christopher Mejia on. He says hello from SoCal. How you doing, Christopher? Thanks so much for joining us today. I can see that Lori Weir has answered, and I hope I'm saying your last name correctly. And if I'm not, I do apologize. Um, but she says good afternoon and good afternoon to you as well. Again, I want to say um, that this is interactive, and I want you guys to put your questions in the feed, and I want you to ask them of me. I want to make sure you walk away from this show with all of the information that you need. Now, how do you know when I go live? So obviously, if you subscribe to the channel on YouTube, you turn on your notification bell to all, YouTube should be letting you know that my channel has gone live. However, Sometimes you don't get that live warning until maybe the show's already over. Maybe you don't get it at all. I have found that on channels that I've subscribed to that it's not always reliable. So I also send out a text message. It's only one time per week and it is minutes before I get started so that you can click on the link right from that text and then you can jump into the show. So if you would like to be part of the show, get interactive and know when I go live, make sure that you text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D 
and the number four. Text the word mom. Please don't text anything else. Don't text subscribe. Don't text mom. Text me. Just text mom. M-O-M. That is it. And that will get you subscribed so that you do get your text message once a week as we get started. So I can see that Heidi uh, jumps on. She says, uh, hi, all miss you, Debbie. Heidi, I miss you too. And I'm going to have to get you on via Zoom here within the next couple of weeks because it's been a minute since all of your followers have seen you. So we will have to get you on very soon. Uh, I've got Gustavo. I've never seen him show up before. Pimental, um, thank you so much for joining. He says, biggest advice for a new LO for this 2023 Thanks. I will definitely give you that answer. No problem. And Carrie jumps on and she says, hi, everybody. So again, it's interactive. Give me your questions. Put them into the feed. Absolutely happy to help. So before I get started on my market predictions for 2023, Gustavo's question is, um, you funded my loan in 2021. And yes, I do recognize your name, um, but you're saying that you're a new loan officer. So number one, I do love that. And if you ever need any help, please don't ever hesitate to pick up the phone and call me. I'd be more than happy to walk you through anything that I can. Um, Anne Morrow jumps on. She says, hi from Palmdale. Hi, Anne. I do believe that we have helped you in the past as well. So I love that my previous clients are jumping on right now. That makes me so happy inside. And I want to make sure you guys are getting what you need. So number one, to answer Gustavo's question, he says, what is the biggest advice that you can give to a new loan officer for 2023? So number one, one, I have to tell you that this is probably the very best time if you've never been a loan officer to get in the business. This is the hard time. This is when it's rough. This is not when loans just fall in your lap. This is not when every aunt, brother, sister, cousin, and grandma needs a mortgage, which makes it very, very easy for you to take new applications and earn money, get used to that money, and then all of a sudden it dries up. This is a market where you need to know what you're doing. You need to understand the market and you need to be looking for your clients. You need to be marketing correctly. You need to be getting yourself out there. You need to be networking with your realtors in your area. And this is the time for you to start to build you and build from the ground up and build um, from nothing into more. So you're going to get one a month, two a month, three a month. And then when the tides turn and there's a good refinance boom, you're going to be busier than ever and you are going to be so thankful for being in this business. So that would be uh, the best advice that I can possibly give you is market yourself, understand the business, do your homework, read your guidelines, know what you're doing, make sure that you've got somebody that you're working for that has a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, and make sure that every deal that you do that you do it right. Because the last thing that you want is to have only a couple of deals and they go sour and that becomes your reputation. So I do hope that helps Gustavo. If you have any other questions, like I said, please feel free to ask. You're also welcome to pick up that phone, give me a call, and I'd be more than happy to take some time with you, uh, you know, one-on-one, in per you know, one-on-one -on -one over the phone. So please feel free to do that. Um, so Anne, uh, okay, so I already read that one. Anne says hi from Palmdale. And again, I just want to remind you guys, please feel free to put any questions that you might have into the feed. More than happy to read them out loud and answer those questions for you. So how do you call the office if you do want to call and you want to talk to me directly? So for Gustavo, how does he get a hold of me? So you guys call the office. It's 844 935 36 
1-800-273-5834. Same exact phone number that you would text the word mom to get yourself opted in. That's the same phone number that you you use to call my office. So it's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. So we are going to talk market predictions, what's going to happen with real estate, what's going to happen with interest rates, where are we going, what are people saying, what do I think? Because again, remember, I don't have a crystal ball and nobody else does either. And so these are all the very best guesses that experts in the field can give you based on what they've been through in their past, what they've seen in previous markets, and what they feel is coming you guys' way in 2023. So I'm going to talk about that, what I feel we've got coming and down the pipe and make sure that you guys are getting yourselves prepared and making the best decisions that you can make. So with that, we're going to take a super fast break so I can get some water and we'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. Here we go. Home buyer education. You guys are looking at the very first screen that is in my PowerPoint presented by Mortgage Mom Radio. You've got my name. You've got my licensing. That's all very important because it is important to know that the person that you are working with is a licensed agent or a licensed loan officer in your area where you're looking. That is very, very important. I do recommend that you have somebody with state licensing for your state. So for example, I personally have 13 state licenses. I'm working on three more, so I should have about 16 state licenses by the end of this year. And many loan officers will only have one license for the state in which they work and they live. So you do wanna make sure that you are working with somebody who is licensed in your state. It is very important. Every state is a little bit different. The rules, everything that goes along with the financing can be slightly different from county to state to city. So that is very important. Now, the cool thing about Mortgage Mom Radio, since we are licensed or I am licensed in so many states, we can actually work with you no matter, not no matter what, but for a good amount of the nation, a good amount of the country, we can work with you. So we have many, uh, many clients who have called us and said, try to figure out where I want to go. I might want to be in Texas. I might want to be in Florida. Um, we can help him in both of those journeys, Tennessee, Georgia. If you guys want to have a list of every state that we can help you in, please feel free to reach out. I'd be more than happy to give that to you. Debbie Marcu is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208 Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and today we're going to be talking predictions. Uh, one uh, shout-out that I wanted to make is I saw Erica Coaster get on. She says, hello from Long Beach, California. I'm so sorry that I missed that as I was reading the comments earlier. I love that you guys are all joining and you're jumping on here. And again, I want to make sure you guys know this is an interactive show. Ask any question that you want to ask, and I'm more than happy to read it out loud and answer that question for you. 
So as promised, we're going to talk market predictions, and I'm talking real estate and interest rates. I'm not talk talking um, stock markets or cryptos or anything like that. I'm just talking what I see for real estate, what I see for interest rates, and what does that mean? And so again, it is a prediction. So I do just want to make sure that you guys understand that. It is a prediction. It is what I think, what I feel based on my personal experience throughout all the years that I have been doing this what I think that we are going to see happen in 2023. So I do want to make sure you guys heard that. This is this is my best guess. Nobody's got a crystal ball and nobody absolutely knows for sure exactly how things are going to play out. So I'm just going to give you what I feel is happening in the market and moving forward. Uh, Michael did jump on. He says, hello from Lakewood, California. So Michael, thank you so much for joining and letting us know that you are there as well. I absolutely love it because I'm actually seeing some some new names today. I can see Nora Juarez. Good afternoon from Downey. So I love that. Um, Nora, you have watched the show before and I absolutely appreciate it. I love that you guys are continuing to jump in week after week to make sure that you're learning. So the very first question that I get just about daily at this point is, do you think that I should wait to buy. Now, it's not a question about whether they should buy because of property value. They're asking, do you think that I should buy because I heard that interest rates are going to go down in 2023? So should I wait? I heard interest rates are going to be 5% again. Should I wait, not do it now and wait until interest rates come back down? So uh, number one, that I don't personally... I don't believe, me, the mortgage mom, okay? I don't believe it is in my opinion that we are not going to see interest rates come back down to 5% in 2023. Now, again, I could be completely wrong. But the things that I'm reading and that I'm watching, and obviously I'm in this day-to-day, and I'm I'm on top of it. I get text messages once an hour uh, to know that I'm on top of the mortgage-backed securities and what's happening with the market, and are we up, and are we down, and what is going on. So I I am literally in this daily and hourly, you know, for my job, right? Not something that the normal consumer is doing is what I'm doing because of what I do for a living. So we're talking Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve meets again next Wednesday on the 16th of December. In the past, all of the Fed meetings that we've had over the last, I'm going to just guess right now, I don't have it in front of me, but I would say the last six or seven, maybe eight uh, Federal Reserve meetings, we all know that they have increased the Federal Reserve prime rate. Every time they have increased that prime rate, although not directly correlated to mortgage, we have seen interest rates go up. The most recent articles that I have been reading are saying that, yes, inflation is starting to finally get a little bit better. Now, a lot of people take that wrong and they think, oh, we're fixed. Well, we're not fixed. For the first time, the last inflation report came out saying that we didn't get worse and that we actually dropped just slightly. The Federal Reserve their goal is to actually bring inflation down to 2%, and we're not anywhere near 2%. Now, all of the increases and the raises that they've done so far 
are starting to curb it. So it is starting to work, which is great. Uh, not great that it's not gone, but it is great that it is starting to work. And so they have talked about still continuing to raise the rates throughout 2023. So a lot of uh, predictions were made this year in 2022 that we were going to see them raise those interest rates through 2022, which they have done, and then probably stop raising the rates through the first quarter of 2023. Well, the most recent reports that I have read and the most recent articles that I've read are actually saying that we don't know if they're going to actually stop. We just think that they're going to slow it down. So what they're going to do, what everybody is anticipating as of today for next week's federal meeting is that they will probably increase the rate by another half of a percent instead of the three quarter percent rate hike that they've done these last few times. So rather than going up a full three quarters, they're probably going to go up a half. When they get to February, they're going to determine if they're going to do it again and then how much, right? But in the articles that I'm reading, it sounds to me like what we're hearing is based on what the reports are that they get now, the Federal Reserve meeting that they have next week, that's going to determine what they do in February. They will still raise it, but how much will they raise it? Are they going to raise it a half next week? And then will they raise it a half again in February? Or will they only raise it a quarter? So the articles that I'm reading are basically saying, we're going to continue to see these rate hikes until they get to a point where they can see it dropping and dropping substantially. And then they're going to taper it off and then leave it as is. So if the Federal Reserve continues to increase the interest rate next week, again in February, again in April, right? Even let's let's just pretend we go best case scenario. We only get a half of a percent rate increase next week. We only get a quarter of a percent rate increase in February. And we don't rate increase at all in April. We're still rate increasing and then they're going to hold it. So once they decide they've increased it enough, which that might not be April, that might be June, that might be August, right? Once they decide that they have got it to where it needs to be, then they are going to hold it steady. So if you think about it, how if the Federal Reserve prime rate continues to go up, would our mortgage interest rates come down? So is it possible? 100%. Again, I don't have a crystal ball. Mortgages are not directly correlated. They are not directly tied to the Federal Reserve prime rate, such as credit cards, short-term loans, home equity lines of credit, student loans. Things that are shorter-term financing are directly connected to the Federal Reserve prime rate. So when it does go up, the interest rates on any kind of adjustable financing that you have that is tied to that prime rate will also go up and you will have a bigger minimum payment and you will pay more in monthly interest. Mortgages are not tied to that. Mortgages are tied to mortgage-backed securities. Mortgage-backed securities are run by the bond market. So there is not a direct correlation Although if you look at a pattern, the pattern has been that as the Federal Reserve has increased the prime rate, that our mortgage rates have gone up. So it would be in my best guess, my opinion, my judgment as the mortgage mom, not a financial advisor, not somebody telling you that you should work based off of my advice, but giving you what I feel is that we are going to see interest rates continue to climb a bit. I don't see them coming down to a 5% rate 
great in 2023. I would love to see that. It would obviously be very helpful to my business. It would be very helpful to my buyers. It would be very helpful to the sellers. If interest rates could come down a bit, that would be absolutely fabulous. Now, here's the thing. I don't think that you should be determining whether you buy a home based on whether interest rates might drop. So should you wait today and then buy the home later when interest rates drop? That should not actually be the determining factor of when is the right time to buy. The interest rate can be refinanced if interest rates do drop uh, You know, down the road for sure. The things that you should be thinking about when is the right time for me to buy right now should be... Do What do I feel is going to happen with the market as far as value? How much money am I putting down on my home? Is the monthly payment affordable for me? Can I make this monthly payment at the interest rates today? Is this something that I can sustain? Is this a purchase that I'm making for you know at least a minimum of five years that I am, I am prepared to stay in this property, whether you live in it or not, but I'm prepared to stay in the property, in the ownership of the property for at least five years. Those are the things that you should be determining whether now is the time to buy. Am I being asked to move out of the rental that I've been in and I'm looking at rents and they're super expensive and I could buy for almost the same payment or even the same payment? payment? Um, Is it going to be more costly for me to rent because I have no tax deduction? There's a lot of reasons that people do need to buy and they need to buy right now and today. And what what's going to happen to the interest rates next year is not really one of those determining factors that I would be considering in making the decision. So I hope that that answers the first question, what do I think is going to happen with interest rates in 2023? Now, uh, Victoria did jump on. Um, First off, I want to go back to Nora. She says, yes, love your show. Thanks, Nora. You are very welcome. I love doing the show and I love bringing you guys everything that I can, all the information and education that I have. I love sharing with you. That's why I do this show. Um, Victoria says, and how long do you have to wait to refinance after you buy? So Victoria, that's a fantastic question. And by the way, thank you so much, Victoria, for joining. I've never seen your name on the show before, so I love that you jumped on with us. And if you've been here before and I don't remember, I do apologize. Um, but thank you. Thank you for being part of the show. So to answer your question, um, you know, how long do you have to wait uh, before you you can refinance after you buy? So you actually, there's no waiting period. If It depends on the loan that you get. So there are more, that a lot of people understand them as a subprime loan when I use that word, but they're actually called a non-qualified mortgage. So if you're getting something like a hard money loan, loan, um, a stated income loan, or a no income or no ratio loan, or a bank statement loan. Some of those more alternative documentation loans can carry a prepayment penalty. So that is something that if you are not working with the Mortgage Mom Radio team and you have a different loan officer that you're talking with about the mortgage product that you're signing up for, just confirm that you do not have a prepayment penalty. As long as you do not have a prepayment prepayment penalty, which there are no standard qualified mortgages. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Jumbo Mortgages, uh, FHA, VA, none of those mortgage products that you're fully qualifying for. So they're qualified mortgages. None of those products are actually legally by law allowed to have a prepayment penalty. So that means that you could get your mortgage and you could pay it off the next day with no penalty whatsoever. So there really is 
no waiting period for you that you have to wait to do a refinance. With a VA loan, VA loans do have waiting periods based on whether you're trying to take cash out in different circumstances. So if you are a vet, I would recommend that you give us a call to talk to us about your transaction specifically. Um, but every single program has no prepayment penalty if you are qualifying for that mortgage. And so if you wanted to refinance right away, you could. Now, there are going to be things that are going to limit you a bit. So for example, if you buy the home and your property's gone up in value and you're trying to use the higher value for the home because that's going to somehow help your interest rate or get you from a, a government FHA loan into a conventional loan or remove mortgage insurance, then there are guidelines that we, can, we can't use a new appraised value for six months from the date of purchase. So again, if you've got a um, little bit more specific uh, situation that you'd like to talk about with me or my team, please don't hesitate to call the office. We'd be more than happy to help you, give you exactly the information that you need so you know exactly what you're working with. So this is a great time for me to just tell everybody, remember, we're here. We do mortgages for a living. That's what keeps me doing this show and bringing you guys this education. We want all of you to call us. We want to work with you. We need you uh, to work with us and allow us to be your lending partner and be your teammate in your purchase. So give us a call. Call the office. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844- we lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Now to remind everybody that might be listening by radio, we take this sound, we send it to Washington, we send it to Seattle, and they play this show on the weekend. So to remind you all, if you guys want to be interactive with us and you want to get on while I'm doing this live and you want to ask your questions, the best way to know when I go live is to get that text message. It's once a week. You have to opt yourself in. You're going to text the word mom M-O-M and nothing else, just the word mom to 844-935-3634. So the same phone number that you call to get us is the same phone number that you text to get yourself opted in. I also want to ask everybody that's on right now and watching the show to please, if you haven't already, give us a thumbs up on the video. Really, really appreciate that. If you haven't followed us or you haven't subscribed, depending on the channel that you're tuning into, please make sure that you do that as well. It really does help promote us and it helps to get our videos out or my videos out uh, to more people, at which in turn helps us and the company financially, to be quite honest. So um, if you guys could do that, that would be lovely, would certainly appreciate it. So back to the questions. Horace Miller, hey, I have never seen you on before. And again, if I say I haven't seen you before and you've been here before to everybody, I just want to apologize right now up front. I have been doing this show now for, <laughs> I think, five years. Uh, so maybe you've been on before and I just don't remember and I do apologize. Um, he says, uh, living in SoCal, so I love that. And then he asked a question. He says, I used to listen on the radio and became a fan years ago. Never been on your live chat, but you're very helpful. Um, I love it. I love that you're here. Here. So I was actually right when I said I haven't seen you on the channel before. I love that you're here and you guys share this information with your friends and with your family and with real estate agents that you know. Let them know that we're here. I've been doing this since 1994. I started in real estate, moved into mortgage in 2002. I've got a lot of experience behind my belt, just like the rest of my team. Carrie's been in this business for a very long time. Heidi's right behind me. Heather started, I believe, the same year that I did, if not a year earlier. Uh, so we've all 
all got a lot of experience and we've been through the ups and downs. We've been through the roller coaster of the market and we are absolutely just delighted to be able to help anybody out there. So please, please feel free to reach out with any questions that you have. That is what we are here for. We're not charging you guys consultation fees. We'll talk to you for an hour and we'll help you determine what it is that you need to do to get yourself either on the right track and moving forward towards the financing that you need, whether that be a refinance, whether that be a purchase, whatever that is that you're looking for, we will take our time to help guide you. That is what we do. And in turn, we hope that we earn your business and that you guys are calling us and working with us for your financing. Um, so I, uh, I love that Horace again. Thank you so much for chiming in there. Sure. Do appreciate it. Uh, looks like my dad jumps on and he says, hi, dad. Hi. I love that. You're my biggest fan. You never miss a show. So thank you so much. He's, uh, watching from Illinois. That's where I'm from originally. And I can only imagine how cold it is. I'm pretty sure they've got a pretty good storm brewing and going on through there right now. Um, but this is a good time too, for me to remind everybody that we do loans in tons of States. So if you have friends, you have family, they've moved to another direction and they're trying to figure out their financing. If you hear somebody say, you know, they're buying a home and things are falling apart, you know, or they might not get their loan, uh, tell them to call us. This is something that we do and we do it all the time. I cannot tell you throughout my career how many loans that I have saved. And when I say saved, I mean deal was dead and we brought it back and they got to close and they got the keys to their home. So please, if you know of anybody that's in that situation, just tell them to pick up the phone, give us a call and talk to us. We would be more than happy to determine right out the gates. Is it something that we can do and then get them moving forward and get them closed very, very quickly? We've done them as fast as, you know, seven days before. And trust me, seven days is the legal amount of time that is the fastest that I am allowed to close a loan. And I have done it in the seven when I have needed to do it in the seven. So we don't want to see anybody lose anything. We don't want to see anybody lose a property. We don't want to see anybody be devastated. But we're also very, very honest. We're very blunt. I am not going to tell you I can do something that I can't. And nobody on my team is either. We are going to tell you right out the gates if you've got a problem. And we're going to shut it down right there and talk about what we can do to get you into the next one and create that game plan. But I can't tell you how many times that I have turned a deal around and I've made something happen for somebody where another bank or another loan officer said no. So please, I want to throw that out there that we are here to help in any way that we can. Um, okay, so uh, Michelle jumps on. She says, I know refi closing costs are less than purchase closing costs. What closing costs besides origination fees are waived in a refi? So Michelle, that's actually a great question. I love it. And thank you to you for joining in and actually jumping in the show and asking a question. Sure do appreciate it. I love everybody that is here and watching the show today. Uh, refinance costs are less. The closing costs are less. Now, all of the fees remain the same. You've got, uh, depending on where you live, some states are escrow states, some states are attorney states, some everything is run by title, but all of your closing uh, fees are going to be the same. However, some of them are reduced. So for example, a title insurance policy, every single time you get a brand new loan, you need to get title insurance. But title insurance is less expensive when you're doing a refinance. So basically the title company is rewriting the policy that's already been placed on the home than a brand new policy when you purchase. Uh, many times in different counties, 
and cities, there might be transfer taxes when you purchase a home. Well, those transfer taxes aren't going to happen again because you've already paid them. You're already the owner. We're not transferring title to somebody else, so no transfer taxes. Your um, escrow fee, they're going to give you a reduced fee. The closing agent, so again, whether you are a title state or you are an escrow state, the closing agent's fee is usually much less expensive on a refinance than it would be on a purchase. However, you're, you're, pro- you're still going to pay an appraisal fee. You're still going to pay the normal underwriting and credit reports. And, you know, those types of fees are still going to be paid. But it is significantly reduced the cost for refinance versus a purchase. So, Michelle, that was a fantastic question. And if you want to get more detailed or more specific, please feel free. Put it into the feed. I'll read it out loud. I'll answer the question for you. Um, So Horace Miller says, what about my forbearance question? So I'm so sorry. I didn't see that one. Um, Mikey, if you can scroll up, maybe I missed some questions and it got too far away from me that I couldn't read it. Um, All right, there it is. So uh, he says, Horace, thank you so much for telling me that that was there and that I missed it. So Horace asks, when one is experiencing a hardship, is forbearance good or bad? So forbearance is there for the people that need it. It's, It's not good or bad. It does come with some repercussions. So for example, if you do a forbearance, once you're out of the forbearance, then you are going to have to get your payments made, get your payments made on time. There's going to be a certain amount of payments that have to be made that might hold you up from doing a future refinance. So, you know, there's there's some repercussions to a forbearance as far as you might not be able to refinance immediately following a forbearance, but it is not going to hurt your credit. It is going to help you with, you know, the, the monthly payment that you can't afford. So a forbearance is there for a reason. They created it for a reason. They offer it for a reason. And it is absolutely something that if you are in a hardship, that you should reach out to your mortgage company and talk to them about. There is nothing wrong with doing that. It saves your credit profile. It helps you get through whatever the experiences that you're going through, the hard times, you know, and and then it will help you get back on track. Now, if your goal is to go on forbearance because you want to try to save a bunch of cash to do some home improvements down the road or you want to pay, save a bunch of money to pay off some credit cards, um, that's probably not a good idea. You, you know, again, forbearance is there for the people that need it. So just, you know, if you need it, reach out and talk to the bank about it because it, it could definitely be something that is worth your while to find out what, you know, what they're offering to you. Now, once they do the forbearance, after the forbearance, all of those payments don't just go away. It's not like you don't have to make the payments. There will be a balance. So if you're on forbearance for three months or six months or nine months, you are going to total up all those monthly payments that will be owed, right? So at the end of the forbearance, you're going to have to enter into a new agreement, many call it a modification, with your mortgage company to get those payments somehow taken care of. So sometimes they will put it to the end of the loan. Sometimes they will make it its own separate loan and they'll put a lien against your property in the form of a second trustee or a note. Uh, Many different banks do it in many different ways. So again, if you don't need the forbearance, better not to get behind to have 
have a balance that you have to figure out what to do with it. But if you need the forbearance, that's what it's there for. And you should absolutely give them a call and inquire about it. So I do hope that I answered that question for you. But if I didn't, again, get more specific, keep putting those questions into the feed. I absolutely love it. So with that, I'm going to take a super quick break. That way, Mikey can take me back up to the feed where we've left off. I can answer more questions. So keep them coming. Keep putting them into the feed. When I get back, I'm going to keep answering them. I owe you guys my next uh, forecast of 2023 as well. So before the show is over, we're going to talk about what I think is going to happen with market values, with real estate values. Again, I'm giving you my prediction. I do not have a crystal ball. I am giving you what I think based on my experience over all of the years that I have been in real estate and mortgage. So I am going to talk about what I think is going to happen with market values, and I will continue to answer questions for all of you. So please keep them coming. With that, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so how do you guys contact us? And this is really important because once we're done with this uh, presentation today, you may decide that it, now's the time. You wanna get things started, you wanna ask us questions. Let me just tell you that anywhere at all that you look for Mortgage Mom Radio, you can find us. Everything is Mortgage Mom Radio. Don't forget the radio because there are a ton of people that try to call themselves Mortgage Mom, um, but Mortgage Mom Radio, you will find us. The website is MortgageMomRadio.com. On Instagram, we are Mortgage Mom Radio. You know, you can see it all here. It's on this screen. Debbie Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 20802. 37926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and today we are talking 2023 predictions. I'm also answering your questions that you put into my feed. We are doing this show live. We are on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and I can see questions coming in from all three different platforms. So please feel free to put those questions in the feed, and I'm going to answer them for you. Again, I want to remind you guys, if you're listening by radio, but you want to get interactive, you want to see me do it live, and you want to ask me your questions directly, well, you've got to do it with me live when I do it on Wednesdays. And so the best way to know when I have gone live is to text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Text the word mom to that number. You'll get one text message a week. I promise I will not spam you. Just to let you know that we are live, it will give you the link that you can click on to go ahead and join the show. So make sure you guys do that. Get yourself signed up. Don't text anything but 
the word mom, M-O-M. If you put subscribe or text or any, it, it's, it won't pick it up. It's a computer. It's, it's a computer bot thing and it, it won't know what to do with you. So just text mom, M-O-M. If you want to call the office, it's the exact same number. Call the office, ask us your questions, get your free consultation. Let us work with you directly. Let us get your questions answered, get you, get you moving forward in the right direction. It's 844-935-3634. Again, that's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. So um, I did get a question from Michael Menriquez. And thank you so much, Michael, for joining. He says, everyone in her office are very experienced, helpful, and professional. These people are the real deal. Michael, thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen you actually join the chat before. So gosh, that's so I'm so thankful. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Michael also asks, are reverse mortgages a good thing? And reverse mortgages are good for the right person. So obviously a reverse mortgage, you do have to be at least 62 years old or older. And, you know, in order to even get a reverse mortgage, you can get a reverse mortgage as a purchase or a refinance, but it does require you having quite a bit of equity in the property. So if you're purchasing a home, you're going to have a pretty substantial down payment requirement. If you own the home and you want to refinance it into that reverse mortgage, you do have to have a pretty substantial amount of equity, but it is fantastic for that person that their home, their real estate is their asset for retirement. It is their retirement vehicle. And rather than wanting to sell the home, get the cash, move into something smaller, downsize, and then keep what's remaining, what's left of that equity that they cashed out and having to live off of that for the rest of their life, they can utilize the reverse mortgage to stay in their home, not make that move, not change their quality of life, but have that reverse mortgage, which is going to help them to offset monthly payments. It could help them get some cash in hand. So yes, reverse mortgages are very, very good for the people that they are made for. Now, if you are somebody that still has a job, has a great pension, has you know a great retirement of some sort coming through the door and the reverse mortgage isn't something that you need, you're more than capable and happy to make payments. Um, you don't need the cash out of your home to make other ends meet. You don't owe anything on your home, but again, you've got the money that you need to make ends meet. Then a reverse mortgage would not be for you because you could then keep that home free and clear or continue to make that payment to pay that debt off so that someday when you do pass on, you're leaving that home, you know, to your to your heirs uh, with a good amount of equity in it. The reverse mortgage is going to eat away at your equity, but that's really no different than selling the home, taking out the cash and then living on your cash. So um, again, it is right. It is for the right person. And I do like the reverse mortgage product quite a bit. It's just it's a specific program for a specific kind of person. So I do hope that answers the question. And again, please feel free to keep putting more into the feed. Be more than happy to continue to answer as we move through the show. Uh, so the next question comes. Okay, so no, Horace was just uh, commenting about his previous question about forbearance. And he says, thank you so much for the response because we weren't sure. And he just goes on to say, you know, appreciate it. So you are very, very welcome, Horace, at any time. Again, I want to let everybody know you're all welcome to call. You're all 
all welcome to ask your questions. That's what we're here for. We're, we're hoping to make sure that we're getting everybody that we work with, everybody that we talk to into a better position moving forward. That is our goal here at Mortgage Mom Radio. Uh, so my dad says, sorry, I was so late in Downers Grove at the doctor's for a couple hours. Good visit. Well, dad, I'm happy to hear you made it to Downers Grove and that it was a good doctor visit. So thanks for that. Uh, Michael says, how does mortgage life insurance differ from homeowners insurance? There's a great question. That's not one that's actually been asked before on this show. So I love that. So mortgage life insurance is basically a policy that you can take out that at the time that you would pass away, that your mortgage would actually get paid off by that policy. So it's an actual death benefit that you can pay for like a life insurance policy. Homeowner's insurance is your insurance plan to protect your property. So if somebody was to slip and fall, if you were to have a pipe break, um, you know, something catastrophic happens. If, um, you know, you had a fire and your home was was burned and you lost the home and all of your possessions. So that is what a homeowner's insurance policy is for. It's basically very similar to a car insurance policy, but it is for your home. Uh, a mortgage insurance, life insurance policy is based on a death benefit. So you're making sure that your mortgage get, gets paid off if something was to happen to you to help protect your family. So that would be the difference between the different kinds of insurance policies. So again, more questions, keep them coming. Happy to keep answering them. Happy to keep helping. Um, so that looks like that's the last question for right now. And I promised 2023 market conditions. So real estate values, what does the mortgage mom think? So I'm going to stop there and I'm going to remind everybody again so that I don't get into any kind of trouble. This is my best guess, opinion, thoughts. Uh, you you know, I'm, I'm not giving you advice. I am not a financial advisor. I am telling you what my gut tells me from all of the years that I have been doing this job, for all of the years that I have been in the real estate and mortgage business, watching the roller coasters of the market, of the economy, of the recessions happening. This is what my gut tells me that we're going to see coming coming to 2023. So to start that off, I have to explain a little bit though what we've been seeing as far as the transactions that are coming through our office and what's coming across my desk and working with many, many real estate agents who have buyers and trying to negotiate contracts and getting offers accepted. So number one, the first thing that I am seeing is that the buyers, because interest rates are elevated, they are higher than they were obviously in 21 and in 20 and even were even a bit higher than where we were in 2019. Um, so we're higher, I think, than 2018. So what we've seen that has been very, very helpful is that our buyers real estate agents have been helping the buyers to negotiate with the seller a credit to help buy the interest rate down. And that is helping keep the home more affordable. It's helping keep the purchase price up, which helps the market keep the price up. So if you think about it this way, when you look at comparables, if you're thinking about buying a home and you go in and you look at, you know, all of the homes that have recently closed in the tract that you're interested in, in the subdivision, in, in you know, your area, in your, in your, you know, one mile surrounding area, 
if the last house sold for 400000 and I'm just giving an example, and this is before interest rates went up. So hot, hot market. Everything went crazy in 20. Everything was still pretty crazy in 21. Really wasn't until about second quarter 2022 this year that we really kind of saw everything plateau as far as, far as values. And now what we're seeing is the sellers are going in higher than the last sale. This is what we've seen for probably the last five or six months. Sellers starting with the home listed for sale higher than the last sale because that's what the market was doing. So that's what you think you're supposed to do. Then we're seeing price reductions, bringing the price of the home down to the most recent sale, which is where the home should be. And then we're seeing them start to offer concessions. So something that a buyer hasn't been able to get or to obtain in many, many years now, um, they can now obtain this time. So now the buyers are asking the sellers for closing costs and they're getting anywhere from two to 3% of the sales price to apply towards their closing costs. So whether that is to buy down the interest rate, which is what the majority of the clients are using the funds for, or cover the actual closing costs for the transaction. But if you think about it, if the home sold for 400 and the seller sells for 400, but they're giving a 3% concession, that's $12,000 to the buyer that the buyer can utilize to buy the interest rate down, to make the interest rate more affordable, make the home more affordable, make the monthly payment more affordable, and bring the interest rate down quite a bit lower than where the market is today so that they don't necessarily have to refinance until interest rates come way down instead of you know trying to refinance right away and then interest rates drop again and then interest rates drop again. It gives them a good head start on the interest rates dropping to where they're going to hold that rate and hold off on those refinance fees that Michelle asked about earlier and not spend the money and then find out they've got to do it again and they have to do it again because interest rates keep dropping and keep dropping. So we're going to artificially lower that interest rate by getting the seller to pay. But when you look at comparables, the market is holding. This house sold early 2022 for 400, most recent sale also for 400. So it keeps the market steady. But in reality, the buyer got $12,000 towards closing cost credit, right? So that really means that the seller got three eighty six dollars in pocket, not four hundred. dollars So the market has dropped in that regard as far as the value of the home. The market, the values are coming down. They are definitely coming down. Not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be that person that's going to put on the pretty face to try to not scare people or, you know, away from buying. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to give it to you guys. The reason reality of what it is. So as the interest rates stay higher, it makes it less affordable. There's less people that can buy, which makes less buyers out there for the market, more sellers out there for the market. So we're, we're, we've turned, right? Before we had more buyers than sellers. And today we have more sellers than buyers. So it's becoming a buyer's market, giving the buyer the advantage, the edge to be able to negotiate with the seller to get those credits that they need to get the interest rate down, to make it affordable, to hold on to the home. Like I said, five-year plan, right? Those are all really important. So the reason I'm explaining this is I can't really give you my prediction for 2023 without you understanding what's happening in the market right now. So we've probably seen I would say about a 10% correction in value, maybe not on paper, but because of the concessions that the people are getting, the buyers are getting on the deals that we're closing, there's actually been about a 10% decrease in value. So now 
let me explain. Where do I think 2023 is going? I think we're going to see a little bit more correction. I think we're going to actually see the property values, the the reductions, the, the sellers reduce the prices just a little bit more and also provide the concessions. I do believe that it is 2023 that we're going to see this in. I do believe by the end of 2023 wholeheartedly, we are going to see this market turn around. We are going to see interest rates coming down. We are going to see a frenzy of people that are going to start wanting to buy again. So what does that mean as far as do I think that you should be buying a home right now or trying to wait for values to drop? I think you need to buy a home and I would not wait. I would actually do it as soon as you are ready, as soon as you are ready. Because even if property values were to drop a little bit from where you buy it, if the home is affordable, you're getting your tax deductions, you know you're planning to stay there for the five-year plan, then it doesn't matter if it comes down a little bit because it's going to go right back up again. It truly is. And if you were somebody that was trying to buy in between 2020 and 2021, or even if you weren't, but you have a friend or family member who was, talk to them about their experience. Once it is back to a seller's market, the concessions will be gone to help you with closing costs. Um, You having the opportunity for a seller to look at and negotiate and keep your appraisal contingencies, keep your loan contingencies, not pay over value for the home. All of the things that we saw when the frenzy was going, you are not going to deal with this right now. Get the right price, make a good offer, work with the right real estate agent, offer on the home what it is worth, get the concessions that you need, do it while things are not absolutely crazy. When interest rates do come down, if they come down even lower than what we can buy the rate down out the gates from, then we can consider a refinance. And when things do turn, which again, my prediction, my opinion, my gut, not a financial advisor, but I would tell you that I do believe that by the end of 23, beginning of 24, we will see interest rates start to come back down and we will see property values start to go back up and we will see more buyers trying to jump into the market and we are going to start to see the um, multiple offers, the overbidding, and it make it much, much more difficult for you to get an offer accepted and to get into a home. The most important thing to remember though is budget. Make sure you are signing up for what you can afford and you can continue to afford. Not, I can afford this now, but Debbie said rates were probably going to come down. So once I refinance it, then I'll be super cool. No. Are you super cool today? Because if you're super cool today with that payment, then now's the time to buy. 100%. Uh, I want to make sure I haven't missed anything. Um, uh, Michael asked, uh, let's see, he already asked that question. He says, thank you very much. So you are very welcome, Michael. I'm happy to have answered it. I did give you guys my prediction on interest rates for 2023. So I'm going to sum that up for you right now. I do think that they're going to be higher than where they are today. I do think that by the end of 2023, beginning of 2024, we will start them to um, see them come down. I do think that by the end of 2023, we'll probably see another 10% decline in property values. Uh, But I do believe that by the beginning of 2024, we're going to see a lot more people jump into the market and be ready to start buying homes. And we're going to see a lot more uh, multiple offers and a little bit more overbidding. And, you know, we might not ever get back to the crazy, crazy, crazy market that we had in 2020 and 2021. But the longer that people sit on the shelf, which is what they're doing right now, they're sitting and they're waiting 
the more the longer that the sellers sit, the more opportunity you have to negotiate to get a great deal, the more opportunity that you have to get those closing costs to buy that interest rate down. And the biggest, biggest benefit that you have is not having to try to jump into a market and try to secure a property when everybody else in the world is trying to do the exact same thing. Because there are people through 2020 and through 2021 that made multiple offers on multiple properties over and over and over again. And they are still sitting in my pre-approval bucket and they are still out looking for homes and they never got an offer accepted and interest rates went up and now they've been priced out of the market. So if you can afford it today with where interest rates are today and you can afford it, I want you guys to hear that, you can afford it, then it is a very, very good time to buy and you should definitely be giving us a call. So how do you do that? How do you get your consultation? How do you work with us? How do you talk to us? Just call the office. It's that simple. 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. You can also head over to our website to mortgagemomradio.com. On my website, you guys can download my phone app. There is a phone app in the app store that is called Mortgage Mom Radio. That is if you have an application in process with us. So we're collecting your application. We're collecting your documentation. The app that I am talking about is my tools app where you can run payments, you, you know, use the calculators, see what you qualify for. Um, you can listen to YouTube. You can call the office. You can email the office. That's a completely different app. You guys can get that app from the website website. You can get it when you text mom to 844-935-3634. When you text mom, you opt yourself in to get that uh, text message once a week and you'll also get the link to download the phone app. And if for some reason you don't get it or you can't find it, just call the office ask for me. I will get you what you need. I will text it to you so that you can download it, put it on your phone. It is a great tool app. Uh, So with that, I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. I hope that you, um, you know, know that we're here to help in any way that we can. And we look forward to talking with all of you. I want you to call us directly. I want you to get your answers. And I want you guys to be on again next Wednesday right about one o'clock. So we always, today we started one thirty. last week, I think it was one o'clock. So it's always right about one o'clock, but to know we went live, make sure you've uh, opted yourself in for those text messages. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll see y'all real soon. Bye-bye. Debbie Marcu is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 09415044, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 2080237926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom 